coming up on this week's Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. It's a, it is literally, when I say a shower cubicle big, it's an actual shower cubicle, like a shower. Brave. Only, I know. The only person in the garden industry advertising I mean, <laughs> I'm most probably basically going to have so many haters. You're going to get some hate. You might be doing the right thing, though, because if Jack down the road isn't doing the same thing, it doesn't mean you're wrong. It's the best idea I've had. No, I'm sorry, Stuart's had. That was an actual, that was an actual real... <laughs> I actually didn't do it as a joke. I actually just really come out. <laughs> but before that, are you a parent or a teacher that want to get your school gardening in 2022? Well, the School Garden Success Plan is here just for you. It provides everything a teacher needs to get gardening. From all of the raised beds, the seeds, the compost, to the lesson plans every single month throughout the entire year. And most importantly, that's right. Most importantly, teacher support. We have a team that can help you, the teacher, with all the information that you need to teach your class how to garden. It's super easy to get involved with the School Garden Success Plan. Head over to skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash school success. That's skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash school success to get your class gardening in 2022. On with the show. Oh yeah, the garden. Anyway, right. So, put the hedgehog bit in the fence. That went really well. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you do want to get the school garden success plan, more information is available at skijingana.co.uk forward slash school success. That's skijingana.co.uk forward slash school success. If you want to get your class gardening in 2022. I put this hole in the... The phone lines are open now, by the way. 0742-357-4520. I put this hole right. I will get to the end of this story. I put this hole in the fence, right? And someone on Instagram said it looked like... (laughs) It looked like a dog had... a hole into the fence. Now, I don't know if you remember me mentioning about these fence panels I've got, but they're pretty flimsy. I've got a jigsaw to it. It didn't work very well because it was just too flimsy. It was just all over the place, and it did look like a dog had chewed it. So I've neatened that up, but we do have now a nice little hedgehog highway coming into the garden. We've got this bench in, which I've just finished, and I'm going to turn into, as well as an area to sit in, also, it's going to be a mud kitchen. If this is the first time you've heard about this, it is a garden that is a fence panel by a fence panel big. A fence panel by a fence panel big. 
And all the ideas that I've got in my How to Get Kids Garden and Book available right now at skinnygingarden.co.uk forward slash shop to sell, sell, sell. Um, all the ideas that I've put in that book are going to go into this small space because I want to try and prove that, um, you know, in the book you can see my old garden was quite long and there's was a lot of space for all these ideas. I want to prove that you can do it in any space possible, even the smallest space ever. Or so I thought. Or so I thought, dear listener. Because I don't know if you saw this going about on the socials. I thought I was doing the smallest garden on Instagram. This was not on Instagram, but it was on the socials. Home with tiny wooden cell garden leaves claustrophobic house hunters in stitches, right? A property has been ridiculed online after house hunters spotted the <laughs> that the private compact courtyard <laughs> is no bigger than a wooden cell or a shower cubicle. I kid you not. Go and search. It's on the mirror. If you can go and look at it. It is the size of a shower. The house is 185 grand. Where is that? In Sheffield. The outdoor area, which is a small decked area, has been decked. Floor and walls. Has been commented on social media by users who found the space be rather claustrophobic. One person commented, it's actually pretty nice inside, a bit weird of a funny shape, but quite nice. For the compact courtyard, read wood-panelled shower cubicle <laughs> with no views and no actual shower. It is so... It is, it is an inc- incredibly small space. So small. And I thought I was dealing with a small space garden. Maybe once I've completed this one, I'll challenge myself to... I don't know if you could. I don't know if you actually could with that. It is literally... When I say a shower cubicle big, it's an actual shower cubicle, like a shower. You You can walk in it, stand there. That's it. Success, it will cost twice that down here. And the house wouldn't be much bigger. Have you seen it, Suggs? Absolutely unbelievable. It did get me... If I'm honest with you, it got me a little bit excited. I think if I went... If I was house hunting, and I saw that, it wouldn't put me off. I, I feel like it had quite a nice little challenge. I did delve in a little bit deeper to it, right? And it's basically a three-story house. And this garden... A shower cubicle is on the basement level. So not only is it a shower cubicle, you also you look up. It's just basically uh, you look straight up, and people can look down on you. It's bizarre. It's so I don't know what you do with it. It's I like the challenge though. I really like the challenge. Um, designing a shower cubicle guard. I like the challenge. I like the challenge of it. That is unbelievable. I don't know what the Deccan 
on the walls is all about. I couldn't even tell. I don't even know. So strange. <laughs> anyway, back to my my garden, everyone. It annoyed me a little bit because I was a bit like, oh, do I need to make it even smaller? I'm not going to. It's a, small, it's a fence panel by a fence panel because it's as small as I'm making it. We've got some seating now. We've obviously got a veggie bob. Not the size we'd have for the school gun success plan, but um, half the size. So they do a, a medium one, which, which we give out for the school gun success plan. <laughs> which says, do you need someone to do a success plan advert? I know a man that's cheap. Sure. Yeah, if we yeah, we can do that. We probably will do it at some point. That'd be fun. Um half the size. Now I have it's in its position where it's gonna stay, and I'm gonna fill it with peat free compost, which I was supposed to get the other week. It didn't happen. I'm gonna get. Which brought me to how Careful can I be here? I don't know if I if I need to be careful because it's out in the news. So I'm gonna read it anyway, right? Which brought me to this article. Now I feel I did mention this when it came out. You know that you know around winter time everyone talks about peat free. I don't know what it is, but everyone talks about peat free. And we talked about it. Not last year, but the year before that. Remember when we were doing four shows a week? Four shows. Four shows. You should have stopped me. It was. I was. You should have stopped me. I was doing four shows a week. Anyway, remember we were doing that? It was brilliant, though. To be fair, it was. It was good. I'm not saying it's ain't good, but it was good. And we talked about peat free, right? And we talked about uh, the peat free mafia. And I don't know. In the last podcast we spoke, I talked about this. And then this story came out afterwards, right? Let me just try and find it. So we talked about the Peak Free Mafia, which basically we had someone who had worked in a garden centre and they said, that basically they do want to stop selling peat compost. Understandable. But there was a company that stopped that. And if if they did push back on peat, then their other products that the company uh, sold would not be true. I don't know 100% because I never saw it with my own eyes. Should probably say it for legal reasons. I don't know if that story is true. I don't want to get in trouble. But that is what we found out. And that is why I took S Gospel. <laughs> and then this story, which did pop up. I think I might have seen it in... Um, I don't know. Someone tweeted about it. And then this story came. A horticultural firm claiming to lead the way in moving towards the alternative to peat-based compost lobbied the UK government to be allowed to sell the product to gardeners beyond 2030. Uh, I should say this investigation has been found by the ferret. 
Do I name him? I'm gonna. It's an it's an article. Western horticulture, which Pete extracts Pete from a site in Middelfland. I don't know where that is. With some of the most threatened habitats in Europe, has claimed to be sector leading in ensuring peat-based compost because it contributes to global warming. However, in documents obtained by the ferret under freedom of information law, Western can be seen lobbying to be allowed to continue selling the compost to gardeners for the next decade or so. Um, blah, 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 blah. In 2021, the UK Department for the Environment launched a consultation on the proposed ban on the sale of peat-based compost in England and Wales by 2024. Which is, which, if I'm honest with you, if we're saying 2024, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm like, yep, cool. For anyone that says, oh, why can't it be done like right now? You have to understand that there's a lot of plants out there right now which are probably grown in peat. So it's going to take time. It's like saying, right, we're going to we're going to just use electric cars now, guys. So just don't use your petrol cars. Done. Out. Stop using them. No more. <laughs> don't know quite what that. But I, okay, it's 2024. But basically, what this is saying... The horticultural firm also called for a roadmap to enable and allow the amateur market to use 30% peat used by a total volume by 2030 and to move towards 20% of volume by 20 beyond 30. What? So, I mean, please do correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, I think that basically they've put money into a um, a peat bog, which they've got to extract from. And from that, they don't want to... They don't want peat to be stopped on sale. Funny that, because when I was at an awards do, they were all flashy about their new peat-free compost. Um, come on. Funny that, though, isn't it? Funny that we talked about it only maybe two years, maybe a year and a half ago, and that story got brought up. Might be wrong, might not be true, might not be true that a company, might not even be Westland, don't know who it could be, um, as told a garden centre, that if they uh, stop selling the peat products, they'll pull everything else. I don't know if that's true. All I'm saying is that was what was said on this show. Peat free, I think yourself and Richard was talking about it a long time before anyone else. Probably. I think I'm sure lots of people are talking about us do, but we do talk about it quite a bit. Uh, and this means you are the a leader. Peat-free compost has got so much better, so we all need to start buying it, which will bring the price down. Yeah, I think you know. I'd, if I'm honest with you, I don't mind spending. I'm not. To be honest with you, I'm not too fast about spending a little bit more on peat-free. If if that's what it costs, we shouldn't really be thinking. Oh, if we buy more, it will bring the price down. We shouldn't need to bring the price down so much to go under 
Pete compost. Do you know what I mean? Like we should just stop selling Pete compost. Get rid of what we've got left. Sure, there'll be all them people that queued for, <laughs> queued for petrol. You know it'll happen. Uh, <laughs> everyone that queued for petrol for hours at a time um, will be queuing at garden centres, buying as much peat compost as they can. Uh, and then we'll get rid of that to them plonkers and, or clever people really put it on eBay. And then we'll just be left with peat free. I don't think it's. I thought it was a, a, a story which I was quite. I don't know what the repercussions have been from that. I have no idea. I have no idea what the repercussions have been from that. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll have a little look. Um, I'll have a little look. While this song's on. Let me just interrupt this piece of audio gold by saying, hey, if you want to support everything that Lee, yes, I speak by myself in the third person, does with the School Garden Success Plan and this podcast, you can through Skinny Jean Gardener Shop. That's right, Skinny Jean Gardener Shop. But I know what you're saying. Hey, I bet you'll be selling some T-shirts. So we've done that. We've missed out on the T-shirts. I said they were one-off. You've missed it, mate. You've missed it. We've got, in 2022, some very unique, very unique, handcrafted items in the shop, including a 60-minute audio best-of of the phone-in show on cassette tape. That's right. And some very unique Polaroids, not like that, Polaroids that you can get your hands on from behind the scenes of the gardening world. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, plus, so much more, which I've been handcrafting, getting creative with, just for you. If you want to find out more and have a look, it's skinjigarner.co.uk forward slash shop. That's skinjigarner.co.uk forward slash shop. Right. Back to the podcast. I'm not sure what that song was called, but um, hope you enjoyed. It. <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. Uh, right, that gave me plenty of time. Yeah, so um, welcome back to the show. Oh seven four two three five seven four five two zero. If you want to call in, um, Sug says a Xmas song. Don't make me bring the Quinch out. That's a perfect song for you. Because oh, it's a perfect song. Um, I don't know why I am to the volume halfway through that, so I apologise. But um, probably Western. Uh, <laughs> hey, so right. So I had a little search. And I'll be honest with you. Since that article came out earlier this month, I've not seen a lot. But then, oh no, hang on. Oh, this is from a long time ago. Right, get this. Oh, this is from a long time ago. I don't think I can read this because this was from 1997. How did I come up with a... This is from 1997. Sorry, I can't go back. That's too long ago when um, Western spent a lot of money to um, take out Pete. I'm really struggling to find anything about it. I don't know what's happened. If anyone knows anything, right? If anyone knows anything about that, 
I can't see nothing about it. I don't know what 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 happened. Literally, there was an article about it. The people got angry. People forgot. Welcome to 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Two years behind. Welcome to 2022. Crikey. Um, saved by the phone. Hello. Hello. Yo, what's going on? It's Lisa Tam, everyone. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I was getting uh, angry about Pete. I know. I was listening, and that's why I had to call in. Did you know anything? What, about Pete Free? Yeah. Or... Well, I do a little bit. Yeah, but do you know anything about this Westland deal? No idea. Did you see about this article? No, I didn't read it. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. It got me really angry for a few minutes. No. Same as everyone I'll else. Have, everyone else I'll really angry. It. You'll have to send a link across. I'll link you. I'll link you up. Um, it's the mm. ferret. Have you heard of the ferret before? No. No, me neither. But anyway, <laughs> they found, they found <laughs> it. They found it and no one else cared about it. Oh no! I don't know. Not good. I don't know what the truth is anymore. Well, we're like we're sitting on the fence with it. I know everyone's banging on about people, and yes, we have to do more. Um, it's a bit of a debate in the Tomato Club at the moment between myself and Joe. Oh, oh, go on. Yes, because so a really amazing company has come forward to sponsor the substrates within the club. Um, and they're mainly, they're Holland-based, and they mainly deal with hydroponics, mm-hmm. but they're breaking into the horticultural industry. Um, but they obviously are a huge um, peat compost company. Yeah. Um, so obviously I... I sit on the fence with everything and think I will give everything a try. And yes, I know we need to move forward more with like peat free, but like you go back to your explanation of it's like telling everyone, right, you can't use diesel cars from the morning. You have to go electric. It's physically impossible to do that. You have to have, you have to have a blend in and a blend out. Anyway, this company has come in and they do peat and peat free. So Joe's going to be sitting on the peat free side and I'm going to be sitting on the peat side to trial it for the club. Brave. I know. The only person in the garden industry advertising I mean, (laughs) I'm probably basically going to have so many haters. You're going to get some hate. But I'm willing... Look, we're looking at it, but the company has... The company is trialling peat-free substrates with, like, really lovely perlite in it. And they've obviously got another mix, which is peat-based. So we're going to trial both of them because there is people out there that do use peat. Um, and I know we have to eradicate it and we do have to do it, but it just doesn't happen overnight. True. And people have to be really realistic with their expectations. Does this, has this company got any... A, a, um, do they have... What they say about it? What, with regards to the peat-free option? Yeah, like if someone come up to them and said, hey, what are you doing about it? What, like eradicating the peat? Yeah, like are they doing anything better or they're just like, oh, we'll just do both? Yeah, so they they have been, they have been working on their peat-free compost mm-hmm. and it's about to launch 
later on in the year around October time and it's obviously all coming from Holland I'm the first person in the UK that's going to be trialing their peat free for their company with Joe Um, but and and again we said this look if we're going to get trolls you know in the club saying you should not be using this you should not be branding this how do we deal with it and he said, look, you're always going to get people that are going to push out. Um, you can't please everyone. And like you said about the car thing, you know, it's a blend in, blend out option. You're going to get that and you just have to educate people that, you know, these things are coming onto the market and they are coming through slowly, but it's getting up to the standard because years and years ago when it was peat free the standard wasn't that good so they're having to they're just having to work extra hard to kind of make sure that the blends are um yeah the blends are getting there really i um i look forward to seeing how this unfolds it's quite that is quite a technical <laughs> conversation isn't it for thursday night it's heavy i feel that that's way too heavy it's heavy <laughs> heavy but just just be ready really for some hate mail from me tomorrow the, i really hope everyone in the chat doesn't hate me now Rich- i can imagine getting a load of abuse oh my god i can't believe richard just said that unbelievable don't I'm look gonna... at the chat whatever you do don't look at the chat that's it richard our friendship is over <laughs> i'm never messaging you ever again um apart from um, <laughs> yeah so apart from being the poster girl for pete um what else have you uh, uh been up to oh my god yes the pete poster girl um, I have started sewing, seed sewing. I, oh, again, actually, am most probably going to get really hated. No, I actually listened like to your, that. I listened to your Tomato Club live. Uh, I don't know when you did that, actually, but I listened back to it today, actually. Were you talking about uh, sewing your seeds? Oh, yeah, about seed sewing. So, yeah, we're going to start, well, again, me and Joe. So, Joe does things a little bit late, or actually, I call it normalised in the season. I do things just really early. Um, I am starting the live sew along in the Tomato Club on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be starting, uh, but some of our members have already started sewing. Um, and yeah, I've started sewing flowers for the cut flower garden um, and other little bits and pieces. So that is kind of kicking off. Greenhouse is getting all sorted. We're digging a new 10 meter by 6 meter section in the kitchen garden in two weeks and wow. that's all getting done so yeah there's loads going to happen this year Exciting. um i know but it's potentially the last year that we have the kitchen garden what which is really sad as well oh you're gonna get rid of it everything's getting dug up next year Oh. Because obviously the land is all changing. So I'm just going to go hell for leather and experiment with everything. Um, because then it's all going to change as of next year, which is really exciting and really sad yeah. in, the same, in the same instance. But yeah, so loads of seed sowing going on at the moment. Yeah, loads of fun. It's exciting. Do, when you're doing your tomato seeds, did you, you're, you're using um, what they called heat mat things, didn't you? I am. So I do start mine off on heat mats and grow lights and I do condition them inside and then I most probably move them out to the greenhouse beginning of March and put them on heat in there um, as as well with the chilies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, yeah, they go through a really long process of hardening and then in out, in out, inside the greenhouse, outside, and then finally outside. Whereas Joe starts his off in the greenhouse a lot later on in the season. So When does he kick things off him? He kicks things off in the greenhouse, but his greenhouse is less ventilated and less heated than mine. So he doesn't do his seeds till most probably like end of March, beginning of April, or like even mid-April time. Yeah, that is like... So obviously when the light, that is just like everyone's normality. Mine is just... (laughs) I'm just not normal at all. I like it though, because I can feel, because I've got so much to sow, I have a control over the growing season um, and I can control everything in terms of its growth and its first and second sowings so it works out a lot better for me um, I'm not really good at just throwing seeds in the ground and seeing what's going to happen <laughs> no. because I like to know what's going to come up where and what's what and kind of have a bit of structure to it as well so yeah organisation I'm a bit of a fruit loop like that. <laughs> no, I'm surely good, not. All good. Yeah. But congratulations on your um, school gardening plan this week with your live and everything. That sounds really exciting. Yeah, it's well cool. Trying to, um, yeah. I wrote a, let me just try and find if I can see it. Um, I wrote a, I'll read it out to you. Hang on. A Go blog on today. Then. I wrote a blog today. A, a little bit about, let me try and find it. Hang on. A little bit about the school garden assessment. And I wrote, here we go, I'll read it a little bit to you. Because they asked me to write something about how I got into gardening. Um, okay. So, uh, here we go. Having got in my mid-twenties, believing that potatoes grew on some incredible potato tree and cauliflowers grew in the darkness of the soil, it wasn't until I found myself in the allotment at 26 that I realised I may not... Oh, I may as well spell a mistake there. May not have been quite true. <laughs> um it's all right. You just proofread on a live. It's yeah, fine. sure. Yeah, it's already sent now, so hopefully they'll proofread it. So, yeah. <laughs> so how did I get to this age not knowing? Well, mainly because my younger years. I really should have proofread this. This makes no sense. It was never <laughs> is it, talked is about. It advisable I'm going to send this. this out. Well, it's too just late now. They're going to put it up in a couple of weeks' time. Oh God! Definitely. Oh crikey! I'm just saying I'm dyslexic. I'm just put that out there. I might be. It's fine. We all are. It's good. I think we might be that, or just I have I got on really well. I mean, English GCSE, but it was quite a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I even write that in there. So my, you know, it happens to the best of us. My school garden time was mainly spent around a muddy old pond, and that's it. So it was no wonder that while I was tucked away in my room revising for GCSEs, five A stars, if you ask him. It wasn't. It was, oh right, yeah, I was. I was. I was wondering. I put that there, but no one's going to question it, are they? No, not at all. Uh, in my teenage years, and breaking some moves on the dance floor in my early twenties, can still do that. As we all do, yeah. That I made it to the grand old age of twenty-six, not having a clue. <laughs> anyway, it's a good blog. I won't read it all to you. It's quite long, but I uh... like it. Yeah, send it across. We'll read it. Well, yeah, maybe you can do a spell check on it, so I can send it Why back to them. Right, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do a gram- grammar check and just that would have check been a good idea, wouldn't it? That would have been a good yeah. idea. Um, but yeah, anyways, so uh, it keeps it. It keeps it full of character. It keeps it full of you. There's a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that. In there. Um, and I'm also loving Hedgehog Highway. Yeah, it's good, eh? It's... It looks 
Billy thought at first someone had punched a hole with their foot through the bottom of your fence. <laughs> then I to, yeah. Then I had to read your actual post, and then I thought, oh right, I can see what he's doing now. Yeah, it's um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I, it just didn't come out how I thought it was going. In my head, I thought it would come out like nice and curved and like really smart and did it like, yeah, so I'm going to just boot at the fence him. Yeah, but it looks good. And I kind of think looking at your garden, mm. um, you need to get a hung pallet on the back to create a herb wall. I'm not sure if that fence will take a hung pallet. Hmm. You have to reinforce it. May have to. Be fine. Quite substantially. Yeah. But um, yeah. but I'm definitely going to grow up the walls because I think it's important. Yeah. That back wall is, in fact, I'm going to put um, I'm going to put a mirror on the back there to make it look bigger. But also, oh, yeah. I've got these, I don't know where I got them from, but they're like little square grill things. Good, oh, okay. good description. Yeah. Um, yeah, and basically, I'm going to... Sure. I'm going to... Um, attach them to the fence and then in a big bin I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know what yet I'm going to grow a pumpkin in it and then grow it up the fence oh yeah that'd be good yeah, that was Mr Suggett's idea if I'm honest with you but I'm going to yeah. say it was mine good idea Richard see how he's coming in there and stealing your idea <laughs> on the show oh I want to try and grow as much as I can in there in such a small space so it's sort of um yeah. You have to like nasturtiums are great, like that hang down and are really colourful and are great pollinators as well. And you can obviously eat the flowers and make nasturtium pesto from the leaves. Oh, I've never made nasturtium pesto before. Yeah, with pasta. Oh, could could try that. Yeah, so that would be really good. How much? How many nasturtium flowers do you need for that though? No, just the leaves. Um, I mean, oh, just the leaves. Does, oh, yeah. One plant does produce a lot of leaves. So I think even if you had like a few plants in the in the corners, just to kind of hang down and give some real colour, it'd be amazing. Because you can eat nasturtium flowers, right? You can eat them, yeah, in salads. Yeah. So you can eat the flower eat and the then thing. the leaf. I didn't know you could eat. You leaves. can literally eat the whole thing. Yeah. Right, and I've got some really lovely ones from America mm. that have just come over, so I'll send them across. Okay, cool. I look yeah. forward to well, you can look forward to watching me kill them later in the year. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> nice. Oh well, thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for coming on. It's very nice to well, hear from you. It's, it's really nice to hear your voice across the airways again. Yeah, it's nice to to do it once a month yeah. at the moment. All right, let's not get too excited. Don't get carried away once a month is fine. I'm Although back. We all You're here. I'm back. Day. On Monday, I'm back. Five nights a week. Ten, <laughs> ten till one in the morning. Let's go. <laughs> you know we'll all be texting you going, um, yeah, I think we need to have a word. Get ready for the burnout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but obviously you're, you're, you're obviously too big now and better than all the rest of us with your TV face. So. That's true, true. You're quite mm. lucky. Do you, I hope I did mention that everyone that calls in tonight will be getting invoiced for the time you talk to me on it. Yeah, yeah. Richard, I think we need to go and find ourselves a new friend. Stuart um, Jackson. I think, yeah, I think we need to move on now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Lisa. <laughs> all right, take care. Bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye. There we go, everyone. Lisa on the show uh, tonight. Yeah, that was my idea, Mr. Suggett, growing pumpkins on the back wall. How about it? 
It's quite. Uh, I'm trying. I really want to try and fit in as much as possible. Basically, let me have a look in this book. Oh, by the way, phone lines are now free. If you want to call no seven four two three five seven four five two zero, if you want to call in, you could have. You could grow a passion fruit on your back fence and then hang other pots off the bush. Yeah, I could do that, Stu. I could. I could. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I want to try and bake. Hang on a second. And it wouldn't be a show without this guy. Why did you get? <laughs> it actually says on my phone, Richard Suggett. Still. This modern technology is amazing, isn't it? Never changed it. Never changed it. You all right, mate? <laughs> I'm good, man. How's yourself? I'm really good, man. I'm enjoying tonight. It's fun. It's nice. You know what? I'm really liking not having to watch. Yeah, it's a different, isn't it? It's a different... I feel It feels different doing it as well. Yeah. I mean, I obviously always like to see your face, but I'm, I've been so much more productive this evening while listening. Yeah, it's nice. We can do other stuff, and it's... it's um, I like it. I, I like this sort of uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I don't want to get too excited, because next thing you know, I'll be doing seven days a week or something crazy. Well, yeah, yeah. It'd be another 24 hours, won't it? Oh, we need to do that this year. <laughs> and it begins. <laughs> we really do, though. We said we're going to... Did we, yeah. we didn't do it last year, did we? No, we didn't. We planned to, but with everything that was going on... We didn't, we didn't um, talk about that the other day, did we? We really need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention it, so... Okay. We'll that's my bad. We'll sort it, we'll sort it. Yeah, yeah. How are you anyway, mate? You right? You recovered from the weekend? Yeah. Oh yeah, I recovered by Monday. Nice one. Um, it was just my uh, the um, upper arms that were aching after. Well, I don't know how we were getting that those three thing trumps out. A lot of <laughs> combination of no health and safety and different techniques. There was some definitely some techniques going on with three trumps, mate. I felt yeah. on Monday really quite exhausted. Um, and I believe that I may have not only um, used up a lot of energy on Saturday, but also made myself quite ill from the hot tub. Hello. Hello. Uh, you just went quiet there. Oh, I was just talking about how I may have made myself ill from the hot tub. Uh, when did you go in the hot tub? I went in the hot tub on Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, and um, possibly may have put the wrong chemicals in. Ah, and, yeah, um, wrong chemicals. How much water did you drink? Uh, no, not a lot. No, I didn't drink a lot of water. I was not a swimming pool. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, because I'm, I'm thinking how hard we were working on Saturday. Um, I know I forced you to to carry on working yeah, forced, when yeah. you wanted to stop because I know you were going a bit faint at one point and I was like, no, we've got to get this last one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably but not I enough. Probably not enough water. Probably didn't drink enough, yeah. I, um, and also, I don't believe you're meant to spend four hours in it. Uh, I've done that before, though. Yeah. Well, I woke up on uh, Monday not feeling good. And also, I've ended up with some quite strange rash on me, um, which I read up can happen if you put the wrong chemicals into a hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you have any of the testing scripts for I... the hot tub? This is garden related, of course. It is in the garden, so technically that's why I'm bringing it up. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a warning to anyone that um, he's a celebrity and has a hot tub like us too. Probably Stuart Jackson yeah. will get one soon, no doubt. Uh, oh, of course he will. Course. He'll get one. He'll get one sent to his school. Probably <laughs> every lunchtime he'll be saying it. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to. I need to work out the chemical side of it. I'm. I am. Um, I hammed up them. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, you know what I'm like? Like cooking. Like I'm cooking. I'm just like a little dash of this, a little bit of that. I was very similar to the. <clears throat> To that, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I wasn't careful enough. And right. now I'm paying the price. Yeah, get yourself some test strips. I've They're got, not that expensive. I've got them. I've got them. Got them. You I probably should have got on on that Saturday. I probably should have got you to show me what to do because, um, yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, give me an excuse to come up next time. <laughs> you go. Yeah, you can jump in next time, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What's going on with you then, matey? What's happening? Oh, not much. I'm just sort of making my way through this month. Um, I was liking what Lisa was saying about sowing seeds because I'm a bit like, oh, I want to sow this. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sowing seeds. But uh, I want to get it done and so I know what I've got. Well, it makes sense. But to be honest with you, we don't really talk about Lisa anymore because she is um, the Pete poster girl. So... Um... Breaking news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that's what I was going to say, actually. This whole thing about whether debating Pete and what your analogy of um, switching over to electric yeah. immediately. I mean, I completely agree with that. But is it next year that Pete gets banned? What, the, what year is it? 2020? No, 2024. It's, I think it's 2024. 2020. So we've got two years. But I know a lot of the uh, sheds have got rid of their or getting rid of their peat based stock. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. It's changing. Mm. Um, but this has been in the pipelines for quite a while, really. We've all been discussing it for 20 years. Yeah, well, yeah, I've not been discussing that long, but I feel like we have been, uh, <laughs> have been uh, at least said, don't you gang up on me. Um, we've been talking about, I've been talking about it for about 10 years. Like it's been talked yeah. about in the industry for like of, since I've started. So, um, a long time, yeah. You've been talking about yeah. for twenty years. It's even longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I moved over to compl- being completely peat free uh, only last year, and um, because before I would just buy compost at a price I could afford. I didn't really have any loyalty or anything. Yeah. But I have been a bit more open to what's going on with peat-based and peat-free compost. And one thing I noticed last year is that the quality of the peat-free compost, sometimes it can be very, very good, but other times it's very, very poor. It can be a bit wishy-washy. bit wishy-washy. So I'm hoping by banning peat that the peat-free composts are going to get better and better quality control. Yeah. Uh, because it's the way the business is has got to go. Yeah, it'll put more pressure on that being a, a quality product. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with you. I think it's a, it's a really good point. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we won't be talking about this again next year. Hopefully, it'll be like, oh, it's already happening. Well, it's 
it's always going to be a, a topic of debate. There's other countries it's still going to be available in. Mm. So That's a good point. I was talking it's about, it's not about peat the other day, but I was talking about recycling and and what we do in this country compared and then when you look at what other companies other c- countries do um some countries do very little but i suppose someone's got to lead it someone's got to start it you've got to do your bit right yeah i mean it's <laughs> you might be doing the right thing but because if jack down the road isn't doing the same thing it doesn't mean you're wrong have i got a, no, i'm no. only most moved around here have i got a neighbor called jack you've met or <laughs> no, I'm just using that as an example. Oh, well, sorry, yeah. You know, yeah, um, you're right, man. You know, it, it's not not about. Well, you know, I don't like to preach, but I like to lead by example, and I think that you know, England as a country is known around the world for its gardening background, hmm. and if we're leading the uh, leading the world with deep green compost. Can only be a good thing. Okay, mate. You're testing. How many different peat-free compost are you testing out this year? Um, as many as I can lay my hands on. Oh, really? How many have you got your hands on yeah. at the moment? I haven't got any at the moment. Really good start. Too early good start. To start. So, okay. All right. um, what I what I found last year, I bought some peat-free compost from a budget supermarket. I think that's probably the polite way to call it. Yeah. And it was absolute rubbish. Nothing grew in it. Oh. Absolutely nothing grew in it. Yeah, the better peat-free compost that I did buy was perfect. What was it? What was, a, what was the better one you bought? The better one was, well, being QOs. Was it? Yeah. They're very much... Um, they're very much pushing peat-free. Yeah. Which maybe that maybe that's why that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was I was certainly very impressed with B and Q's own stuff, mm. but the um, the the uh, other one was. I mean, it, it, you just looked at it; it just looked like it was a load of clay soil thrown in there. It was so awful. Right. Okay. Was it a lot cheaper though? Was, I think it was cheaper. Because it was a smaller bag, yeah. But I think on on the whole, it wasn't. I think really because I happened to be on the way home from work, passing the supermarket, and I knew they had it, yeah. And I knew I wanted to go to the allotment, um, as, as well. So I was just doing it to try and be efficient. Yeah, I can understand. I've only bought yeah. peat free in big, like hundred and fifty liter bags, right? Yeah. Do they? I'm pretty sure that my answer must be yes. But have you seen it anywhere where they do tomato? You know the tomato bags and peat free. Yes, they have. They've got them. Yeah, I've never because the, yes. the reason I ask is because I'm growing tomatoes in this. I don't know what it's even called. I won't. I won't mention the brand. But they gave me these these tomato planter things, which self water and all that. So I yeah. want to grow tomatoes in there. Not as many as Asa probably is growing. I want to grow about four plants, but. Um, obviously, I want to grow them in peat free. Yeah, yeah. No, they do. They do exist, uh, but you probably have to go to a a decent garden centre, which I know you've got near you, mm-hmm. to get them. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind that, mate. I don't mind that. But for some reason, asking uh, how much do people charge for topsoil? That that's a very. Um, 
I think the price around here is £60 per tonne, maybe 60 to 80 Yeah, you're doing good but if you're going for 60 to 80 Yeah, I know we had a conversation at the weekend with your brother as well about this same or similar subject, and I think it's very much um, depends on how local your supplier is and um, how good they are as well at the same point. Yeah, I think I, I was going to say about 100 quid a ton. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're doing well if you get it for 60 quid. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, the, the suppliers live here from miles away, so well, they just, it's hardly in the... Uh, they just drag it over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's um, what's, what's uh, this month looking like for you, Suggs? Rest of this month? Yeah. Well, all right, we're not... Well, in, just pretend that this, is, this goes out on the podcast in Feb, so just pretend, you know. Ah, okay. Oh, Feb, Feb. Well... You know, Feb is the month I'll be sowing leeks because that's always a good thing to do in February. Nice. Um, get those underway. Um, I'm making sure I've got all my sea potatoes ready and getting them chit in. I heard your chit. Um, chit, chit, chit. Chit, chit, chit. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's the calm before the storm because as soon as March hits, it's all home to the deck to sow as many seeds as you can, mm. I find. I'm trying to use, use up as much space as you can on the window sills. Yeah, I'm building some uh, <clears throat> new shelving. You know, in that uh, the little shed bit I've got um, next to the little yeah. garden, I'm going to build some shelving in there, uh, especially right. for my uh, for my seeds. Yeah, yeah. Well, funnily enough, I'm looking at an old. I've got an old bar fridge, um, the type you see behind the bar in a pub. Oh. And I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking that would make a good grow pot of bulb in there because they are all insulated. They're going to hold on to the heat quite well, but they also reflect light quite nicely because that's how they catch your eye in there. Ooh, brilliant idea. Ooh. I love that. Recycling. Where, where else are you putting this, mate? Well, I'll find somewhere. <laughs> I mean, what I'll probably have it in my garage or in my shed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, um, cool. I could even do it outside if I make it waterproof enough. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing um, that, mate, if you do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite a rusty old fridge, but it's sat in the garage not being used. Yeah, might as well make use of it. It sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I should say, to anybody listening, do not try that at home. I know what I'm doing when it comes to fridge. So yeah, that's a warning. Please don't yeah. anybody else try it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be blamed for well, what could happen. Uh, if you let the gas out to atmosphere, it's... Well, highly illegal, but if I would do it, I could be looking at 10 years in prison. There you go, everyone. Thanks. Uh, which is like yeah. 10 years in prison. Thanks for calling. <laughs> 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 Mate, thanks for calling. I'll, uh, I'll chat to you later. Yeah, have a good one. Bye. Probably the last time we hear from Suggs now after that um, advice. Everyone's already getting their fridges out and putting them on their back. Um, 10. <laughs> Ten minutes left of the show. Oh man, ten minutes left. Two hours. I did think. I was thinking today. I was like, um, "We're not going to play any more songs." By the way, um, sorry. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll do an hour. Maybe I'll do an hour and a half. But two hours feels right, huh? If you listen to the podcast, I've split this into two podcasts. So, you know, if you want to listen to more, we've got some great conversations coming up on the pod. Um, if you're already listening, thanks. Nice one, the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. 
is the place to go and listen to that. All sponsored by this year, the School Gun Success Plan, which means we can do whatever we want on the podcast. Whatever we want. Um, Will Roxy remember him after 10 years? Probably. Roxy's his dog, by the way. Probably. It's Amanda that I'm worried about. It's just, um, will she remember him? That's the question. 0742 357 4520. If you want to call in uh, for the final 10 minutes of the show, what an evening we have had. I'm going to do this every uh, Thursday. Every Thursday, end of the month. So that's once a month. I didn't make. Um, did I not win Tim's? Do we? No. No, you didn't, Billy. We. Um, <laughs> which we are going to do this every last Thursday of the month. So if you want to join us for that, please do. We'll be live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, um, everybody. Um, for this next month, um, for February, February, um, obviously on the 3rd, uh, we're doing that Green Planet filming for the BBC, don't know if I mentioned it, sure um, which I'm very excited about, going to Birmingham Botanics never been to Birmingham Botanic Gardens before so that'll be good um, wow, what else, what else has happened in Feb say it, no it must be more, well, obviously we're doing the school garden success plan that is um, just rolling on and uh, we're getting more and more schools involved with that up in March, uh, I'm at Ideal Home Show. Ah! Eden Project in May. I'm at Eden Project for the whole week. The whole week, I'm at Eden Project. That's right. One whole week of Lee Conley. Um, I'm really sorry. I just went quiet there because I thought something was on fire, but it wasn't. It was the light. <laughs> I panicked for a second. I'm at Eden Project um, for the whole of the May half term. So I'm really excited about that. And for everyone asking about Chelsea, let me just check my emails. Still nothing. Still nothing. I don't know if if you listen to the podcast, you might know I put in a, I didn't really talk about it too much, but I've put in a uh, design for Chelsea. Didn't I've not heard nothing. The day is, the day has gone. I did email and just say, oh, did you forget to call me? <clears throat> did you forget to call me? Nothing. I heard nothing from him. Um, that would have been good. That would have been cool. Uh, I've got a Garden Press event coming up at uh, start of March as well. Then my B-Day. <laughs> Don't have to hold your birthday celebration off. Yeah, it's not quite yet. But yeah, we're doing... Um, some something really cool with a uh, school garden success plan at the garden press event, so uh, I'm excited about that, which no one knows about. It's all in my head at the moment, so that's quite cool. Um, you'll find out about that later on social. A week at Eden will that be enough to close them down? <laughs> I love Eden Project Bellows. Um, so uh, that's happening. Uh, what else have we got going in March? I've got a school tour happening, hopefully. That'll be really cool. And, uh, yeah, loads are happening in the future. Lots of different bits uh, bobbing away. In the garden, in that um, small garden, I've got um, 
What have I got? What was I going to say to you? I've got a big job. Just like Suggett just said, right? Come March, I want to be ready to sew. And so, as I'm sitting here right now, talking to you, I'm out of my studio. I'm in my bedroom with some pillows on the wall talking to you. And that is because I'm sorting the studio out again. Rebuilding it, making it a lot better, and also making it so I can have plants growing in there, have my seeds ready to go. So that's being built at the moment. At the same time, by March, I want to have, obviously, the seating area. That's almost done. I want to have all of the aspects from that book available right now, skinjingard.co.uk forward slash shop. All the aspects of that book in the garden, ready for plants to get growing. That's all I want. Everything done. Also, I must make sure that's done because I'm doing a talk about it at I do home show, so I need to make sure the garden's done so I can show people. I'm getting the hedgehog home done. We're going to see that on Instagram. If you want to see any of this, it's on my Instagram, right? Getting that done. I'm getting uh, the musical area done, the mud kitchen done. Getting them upside down. Tomato planters ready to go. Plus, plus, remember... Some of you might remember that I mentioned, probably not a great idea after I just mentioned my hot tub incident last weekend. Some of you may remember that I mentioned that I wanted to turn or build a hot tub in this small garden. I just want to say, I've got a wheelie bin. <laughs> I don't know what I'm like. It's not funny. A wheelie bin, which I'm looking at turning into a one-person hot tub. I think I can do it. It's going to fit into the garden. It's going to be amazing. Once I start sowing some plants, then I'm going to work on that project. But I'm quite excited about it. If anyone's got any ideas how help me with that, I don't I don't know quite how I'm gonna do it. I've, I think it's gonna work though. I've got a good idea for it, okay? Plus I've got to get a barbecue in there now as well. Loads of other bits gotta fit in this garden. It's getting out of hand. But I'm excited about it. It's a challenge. Not as much of a challenge as that shower garden, but definitely a challenge nonetheless. <laughs> um so yeah, that's what I'm up to over the coming weeks um so i'm very excited about that hey we've got five minutes left of the show five minutes left i will tell you something right so it's wrote a line of shopping trolley for your hot tub and then turn it into a raised bed i think it's a good i I don't know if I'm allowed to say, actually, Stuart, your idea for your school garden thing. I think you might have mentioned it somewhere else. I don't know if you did. I'm sure I can talk about it. Can I talk about it? What you're doing with your school? I think it's such a great idea. For any schools that want to get like a competition 
started between classes. Firstly, obviously go for the school gardens assess plan. But if you want to do like a little show garden, I wish I thought of this idea because I think it's absolute genius. I didn't think of it. New garden celebrity Stuart Jackson thought of it. Shopping trolley. Shopping trolley. If you want to get your classes doing little mini show gardens, a shopping trolley is the best idea I've had. No, I'm sorry, Stuart's had. That was an actual, that was an actual real. <laughs> I actually didn't do that as a joke. I actually just really come out. <laughs> it's the best idea that I have had since Stuart. <laughs> oh, he can't even take credit for it. It was Mrs. Thomas. Well, Mrs. Thomas don't call him. So don't worry about it, Stu. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take credit anyway, Stuart. So I, it's the best idea I've ever had. Shopping trolley. What a brilliant idea. I love that. I love that. Absolutely awesome. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Let's me, let me have a little look, see. Let's have a song to play us out. I think that'd be nice, wouldn't it? I have to be a bit careful because I started some songs. Is that... Oh, hey, well, I don't think we played this one yet. We'll play that one on the on the on the way out of this um of this show tonight. What an incredible night! I've I tell you what, like I've so enjoyed chatting to you all. Um, it's been fun. It's been an experience. She does listen. Oh no! Oh, we're gonna have to give her credit then, Stu. Gonna have to, Miss Mrs. Thomas. An amazing idea. Absolute amazing idea. If I use it in the future, I will credit you, all right? <laughs> because it's very likely I'll use that shopping trolley idea. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Listen, if you do see me mention that I want to do this uh, five nights a week or anything too crazy, then please um, tell me to calm down. Because I had such a good night chatting to you. It's so good um, being back. And we're going to do this once a month. Say hello. See what's going on. It'd be nice. Then we can get like a nice little snippet of what's been going on that month. The progress throughout the seasons. See what people are growing. And, um, you know, at one point when we were doing this show five nights a week, Stuart would come on, absolute legend, and basically tell us how, how his plants have grown an extra centimetre. Legend. Now we're going to actually really get a feel of what's going on per month. So, um... Thanks so much. Tonight's callers, Liam, Stu, Suggs, Lisa. Is that everyone? That was everyone, wasn't it? I ain't forgotten it. I feel really bad if I forgot anyone. Yeah, four calls tonight. That's amazing. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, look, listen, uh, look after yourself. Um, check me out on social. If you want to chat to me on social, then please do. I'll get back to you. Of course I will. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Loads of other content that doesn't go out online, that does go out on the podcast, is there ready to go for you. Some amazing chats um, to keep you going throughout your work day. How about that? Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for listening tonight, being part of it. And I shall speak to you very soon. Much love. Coming up next week. Teenage years. Women, basically, or girls, <laughs> I should say. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, sure. <laughs> if you're not interested in gardening, it's probably going to do more harm. They're playing the system. They're playing the system, mate. But they're technically two half plots. That's clever. That's good thinking. <laughs> of the same plot right, as well. Here we go, right. That's, this is getting us into a subject that, that I've worked with.